It's time for the No Shot Clock Podcast. We're talking the biggest stories in Illinois high school basketball. Now, here are your hosts, Michael O'Brien of the Chicago Sun-Times and Joe Hendrickson of the City Suburban Boost Report. Welcome in, everybody. Happy holidays as we record this episode of No Shot Clock. It's 40 to 50 mile per hour winds, negative wind chills. But the good news is it's warming up for holiday hoop season next week as we record this, Mike. Um, Mike and I are here to break it down. We're going to preview the holiday tournaments across the state. Always one of our favorite times of the year, Mike. So I'm glad we're getting this nasty weather out of the way before we start uh, traveling. Um, I'm not even sure when you're putting this up, but I <laughs> yeah, two. Uh, well, yeah, good question. I guess I don't know either. I, boy, it, I feel like I've lost like a week of the season with, I was sick a couple days last week and now with the cancellations this week, I, I don't know. I feel like we went from the shootouts to now I'm going to be sitting in the gyms watching seven games a day again. And I missed all the like fun one game days <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, we're just, just. Uh, just going back to marathons. Yeah, right. And uh, we got some a couple news items I wanted to hit before. I had some big news yesterday. This is uh, I guess Thursday. Um, Noya Syndrusitis just pops to Iowa State, kind of out of nowhere. I spoken to him just a couple weeks ago about the process and this and that, and he wasn't thinking about that. Something changed. Uh, what was your take on that, Joe? I, it was. It was. Um, it's funny. I took a. I missed a couple of calls from Iowa state and didn't return them <laughs> like earlier this week. So I don't know if, anyway, but uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of, it's just kind of a different time uh, for, for kids to commit. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. usually, but also as we saw last year, and I don't know if we'll continue to see this trend. I anticipate, I encourage anyone who finds a spot that they like, take it, go ahead if it's mutual, you love the spot, it works for you, take it. I'm just telling you, college coaches are really putting, especially when the spring hits, are really putting high school kids in the back burner. They want to get in that portal, focus on the portal, make up their roster, see what it is, and then worry about the high school kids. So, um, you know, this past year, we talked about a little bit about it more commitments prior to fall than we've ever seen. And, you know, Iowa state has that Iowa state to the NBA pipeline with THT. <laughs> so good luck to Noyes. I'm sure his one year, or however long he spends in Ames will be great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Commitments at this point just seem pointless and ridiculous, but I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Um, two other things. The IHSA dropped some news on us uh, that recruiting rule that Joe and I whined about, what two episodes ago that thing passed by a landslide so we'll see if anything happens there which is extremely unlikely and one, one quick one my, yeah, i yeah. talked i literally that day the day after talked to three different coaches all of us all of us had a different interpretation and perspective on what the rule means and exactly how it would like we debated it so there's where you know a rule doesn't work it's just going to make everybody feel naughty for when they talk. <laughs> it's, just it's basically what it looks like. Um, also, they, um, 
I just they posted a kind of more detailed list of rules for the NLI, the name, lim- image, and like NIL, name, image, and likeness stuff, which, you know, some people are already doing, but you can um, learn more about it if you want to get on the IHSA website and see what's going on with that. Also, the Sayonara event, I'm sure you've seen by now, that was supposed to be at UIC on Friday. Bunch of great games. It was post, well, canceled for that day. They're going to try and reschedule it. So stay tuned for that. That was a real loss to the basketball schedule. And it's also set up. Uh, kind of to head into our holiday tournaments now a weird situation where a lot of the top teams have been off for a really long time as we head into the holiday tournaments and i'm sure that should provide some high quality basketball joe at 9 a.m when you haven't played in two weeks (laughs) well it could it could liven up this sayonara the least favorite my other weekend i don't care to oh martin luther king yeah Oh, wow. Is that the talk? I hadn't. uh... So we'll see. All right. Well, we're going to start out with the Pontiac Holiday Tournament, the 91st. And uh, Joe sent over his uh, previews for the paper and the website of this one yesterday. And he had a sentence in there that chilled me to the bone (laughs) as I was reading it. (laughs) I almost texted you, but it was late and I didn't want to bother you. The uh, thing about how Joliet has not played in the title game in two decades. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the equivalent of like walking up to me and just stabbing me in the side. <laughs> it was because I, I knew it, but I hadn't really, you know, like thought about it in those terms. <laughs> so it was. Well, they are in position to end that drought and play the late night game on the third day. Uh, I mean, at one point we played in like five of nine title games. They're five or six and yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Julia West has never been in the title game. Julia West itself. Right. Or so. Anyway, it's um, it's, it's not going to be easy. No, <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I, I I anticipate them getting cruising through the first two rounds, though. I really do. But, you know, as we're just kind of talking about the teams, the tournament, the brackets, that semi you know, Bloom and Bennett would meet in the second round, which would be a very good second round matchup. But talking to some people like Bennett, went down to Arizona and I know they were having at the time I had talked to them down there, they were having some, some little uneasiness about getting back uh, with the weather and they're supposed to, I don't know, I didn't know the end result, but they, they played three teams down there and went three and oh, and I've talked to some people that those teams were pretty decent. Uh, not quite like the Nutria schedule that Nutria put together um, when they went to Arizona, cause you got two teams here at Pontiac, but that Bennett Juliet West matchup, Mike, I think is would be a great different type of test for your Tigers, and it would be it's going to be a terrific matchup if we get to that point. Um, not to discredit Bloom because Bloom could take out Bennett, but I do like Bennett and Juliet West in that top half bracket meeting on that semifinal. Yeah, that would be uh, quite a semi for sure. Uh, Joliet West would have to likely will play manual in the second round and manual at Pontiac's never great for Joliet. So I'm not looking past anything. Uh, on the other side, we would have um, likely Nutrier against Curie uh, second round game, which is absolutely fantastic. And then Simeon maybe against West Aurora. Although Pontiac is, is roaring Joe. Have you seen their re- the records? Good. The whole team's back from last year. Well, and you and I talked about when the brackets came out. I mean, nothing against West Aurora, but 
I mean, both of us would not be surprised if Pontiac won. Yeah, that thing's going to be – it's been many years since they went on in the winner's bracket, and they want yeah, to this w- year. When was it? You know, they told me last last week and I or last year, and I do not remember, so I feel a little – Because anybody who hasn't isn't been familiar with that opening round game, even when they're like – you know, there's been years where – again, I am not there every year for the opening round. I have been here hit and miss here and there. But do you know like when they're playing – a Simeon or whoever it might be in the opening round. And it's like some once in a while, 12 to eight. <laughs> and yeah. like, and the crowd's all into it. And they're it's roaring. Kind of, yes. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Oh uh, no. I, uh, they've lost their last two. <laughs> I was uh, going to, they were like, I down, yeah, they were seven and one. I was all excited. I didn't see these last two Princeton and, Somebody else who I don't know the initials of <laughs> took them down. So yeah, that's. I wonder if some maybe someone was sick. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, but we, yeah, we, Joe's we, right. We, it, it's fun. We want that to be fun. It should be a good one. It is the last game, which is odd. It's usually it's the seven thirty game, mm-hmm. um, but it is the nine o'clock game. So that'll give us a lot of energy for that last one. And uh, you know, if things hold as they should, and, and you know, to me, it's hard to say as they should because I don't the, the Joliet West. Bennett game is going to be really tight. I think this Curie Nutrier second round game is going to be tight. Well, Curie um, Nutrier is probably the best second round game of any tournament game in the state. Yeah, no and doubt. Nutrier coming in, and you know, I, I have you seen Nutrier? I watched a bit on the yeah. Interwebs, I mean, they're, they're definitely it. a different team than a year ago. Yeah. But I mean, geez, they're what a ten and one, eleven and one. Just beat their rival Evanston. Got the you know, the, the dramatic win over Rolling Meadows. I mean, it's... That's some nice momentum, for sure. Yeah, I, I was wanted to go to that Nutrier-Evanston game, but obviously the weather took us down. But yeah, Nutrier's on a high. I think Curie's actually turned the corner a bit. I, I did, I've seen them a few times, and they looked a lot better um, at, over at Triton. So I think both teams are coming in on a high. Both teams have recently played. Uh, that should be a good one. I guess the question comes down to, do we think any of these teams can beat Simeon. Uh I yeah, I I think Julia West can beat Simeon. Um I I think like if Bennett played Simeon and the uh, problem with Bennett is their size. They just they do not have yeah anybody to match up with the Rubens. But uh I mean I, I love the idea of the Bennett Joliet West semifinal. It's just a different type of look to the schedule that Joliet West has played thus far. Uh, and I think they'll really grow and learn from that opportunity to play. I just, it's hard for to envision like Bennett taking down Joliet West and Simeon on the same day, <laughs> you know, uh, with that quick turnaround. Yeah. But, Simeon's depth, you know, they are without Caden space. So that might open a bit of a window. Yeah. But yeah, the, the two games in one day thing, never forget, is about the only place we do that anymore. Um, that yeah. that'll that, and everybody acts like it isn't a factor, and then it is always a factor. Well, it is. It, it, it's always a factor if, depending on how that game is played. You know what I mean? That semifinal, because they can go a lot of different ways. I mean, there's usually not blowouts, but there's diff- different types of games that are played, whether it be physical or fast paced or overtime or you know whatever it might be. It's obviously going to take take its toll on a team versus. I don't know if Simeon plays somebody and they win by 15, you can, or a team with more depth. There's just a lot of factors that go into it. 
Yeah, I always stand there in the court afterwards talking to the losing players and there's always a bit of shock in their eyes because they're like, oh, I play four or five games a day in the spring. I didn't expect to be that tired at halftime. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's a little different. <laughs> well, and, and it's the intensity that, that you exactly. know, the, yeah. the going to take zap you a little bit more than who are we playing at three o'clock on an AAU Saturday? <laughs> so. Um, so now let's go over to the, the behemoth, the 32 team bracket uh, at York, Jack Tosh holiday classic. Um, I mean, where do you even begin? We got rolling meadows as the favorites most likely, although I believe I might, is Ignatius ranked higher now? They might be. Um, yeah. So those two may probably, I guess the, the big dogs we'll say. Yeah. I mean, I think those, you know, it's, what's always hard is looking at the bracket and figuring out where you're at in the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> because you're just so not other than looking at an NCAA tournament bracket. Uh, it's just so many teams. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like the bracketing. I think I wrote about it. Or yes. I, I, I don't know. I, there's just some teams. You complained about it last week on the podcast. Okay. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, you know, rolling meadows, you know, and, and I go back to the question real quick to Pontiac real quick, Mike. Who has, in your eyes, the most approved, other than Juliet West and Simeon being the top two teams, that next wave of, of of teams, which one do you think, in your eyes, has the most to prove that they weren't being? Because there's a lot of teams ranked the top 10, West, top West 12. West Aurora, because they oh, were okay. preseason ranked. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see that. I, 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 it's funny, because Nutria has accomplished what I wrote about and talked about, but I I want to see them just continue this, this, because I think this Nutria team is a more overachieving group than the oh, one yeah. that I yeah. raved about last year. You know how yeah, much yeah, I was, definitely. Uh, you know, on fire with, with my passion for the Trevians a year ago. But anyway, back to, to Jack Tosh. Yeah. I, I, you know, there's the other intriguing storyline. We talked about Ignatius and Rolling Meadows as the two highly ranked teams, but there's, there's, there's a handful of ranked teams and two of them are unbeaten. So you've got Lamont, sitting there at I think 10 and 0 and, and Lions Township who's probably the unbeaten team I would guess that we've written and talked the least about at this yeah. point they've only played seven games but at Nick Polonowski is a another just I keep throwing the word underrated overlooked with with him with this team with uh, you know they are sitting there you know seven and oh with an opportunity to kind of make a statement and the Castillo brothers with Lamont I think we've we've talked about written a lot about but again they've got a lot to prove too uh i just look at the lions township without question to me that's the team that i like them i, I saw them this summer i think they're good other than that lincoln way east win they don't have a whole lot to kind of hang their hat on quite yet uh so they've got well, a lot to prove that's a lot i mean <laughs> there aren't too many teams with wins over ranked teams in this tournament so frankly well, and, and, that, and, and i and i love yeah. their path their, their yeah. path, Mike, the bracket. I mean, they got Timothy Christian and Stag winner. They they could probably get Yorkville in the quarterfinals or a Palatine. I mean, you're not you're not having to beat world beaters here to get into the semis and a shot at likely Ignatius, uh, struggling Lake Forest, you know, up there in that bracket with Ignatius, um, you know that. Uh, interesting first round game in this tournament to me is Naperville North and Glenbard West. A couple of 
zone one three ones thrown at each other. But Luke Williams and Avery Norris been terrific. Lombard West is <laughs> they just kind of kept on winning. Obviously, they're not Lombard West a year ago. Uh, so it's just um, the road is there for Lions Township to make a deep run, stay unbeaten, and then get a shot in the semifinals. I mean, heck, that's just a one-game shot there to get yourself into the championship. So I like Lions making a deep run. I think a lot of fans will look at this bracket for York and not be very excited. Um, I would like to make a case, though. Obviously, we've talked about the, the teams that are ranked. Um, there's also Bolingbrook down there who we didn't mention who was ranked for most of the year and isn't anymore. But I, what I like about this year's York tournament, there's a nice handful of teams that aren't ranked, but are like right on the cusp and that could really make a name for themselves. And the kind of that group to watch Naperville North uh, Luke Williams has been playing well. We've talked about them a bit. RB we've talked about a lot Yorkville. Who's got a bright future next year, especially a, a good young Palatine team. Wabonzi Valley team I saw that it's really capable and above average. And then St. Lawrence, a team full of sophomores with some juniors um, that has a bright future as well. I think that group right there, if one or two of those teams could make a little run, that would be exciting. And just for the fans, those are all teams worth seeing that might not be in the rankings, but will be over the next year or two and are worth keeping an eye on. I think that adds a lot of intrigue to this tournament that frankly, it doesn't have the high level teams maybe it had the last year, but I think it might be a little deeper overall because of that group. I think so too. And I I think that's what makes you, you, you go through the 16 games in the first round. I mean, there's going to be some, there'll be a, a lemon here and there. There's quite a few competitive, not quite a few, a lot of competitive games. And especially in that second round, when you get Mike, if you just eliminated, let's say you get all the winners are supposed to win in mm-hmm. that first round and you get them into what would be the traditional, 16 team tournament the next day that those are some really good first round games if that was your you know your actual 16 team tournament like the, all the other ones i mean you look at all those matchups in the second round for a they're, 16 they're good and it kind of yes and it kind of irked me i actually did that this morning because none of them are in the morning or even early afternoon you know the way the tournament goes like i was looking to see what i'm doing the 27th and i really wish those started at nine you know yeah and, and, and breaking down we broke on the top rack a little bit just for people are listening I mean, ignatius i think ignatius and lions township uh, are, are the teams to be in the top top half 16 teams and then those whole host of schools that we mentioned rb neighborville north yorkville palatine um all kind of in their mix trying to knock off those two and then the bottom bracket that that without question to me roy meadows is the team to beat Svet Sodorov is was expected back this week. Who's put up big numbers for them? Uh, got an ankle injury, missed uh, the new Trier game. He's back, and you know the testy Glenbrook South. Oh the, yeah, Joe, I liked them. I liked what I saw yeah. there. Yeah, I would not want any part of them if they're shooting well. You know, Nick Taylor was much better in the post than I expected. Six, seven junior, you yeah. know, and it's, yeah, yeah. Look out yeah. for the Titans. Yeah. When we talked about Lions as we're out, then you go Roy Meadows, they get St. Pat's and then Glenbrook South. And that's before they get to the semis where they could draw unbeaten Lamont. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it'd be interesting if that Lamont Bolingbrook game materializes, you know, the Castillo brothers and Mackay Cooper uh, going at each other in the, in the perimeter. I, that would be a fun game. Um, that would be a semi-final. Yeah, no, quarterfinal. 
uh, quarterfinal game. And uh, to me, I think the team that I'm most I, – I have not seen Lamont play this year. I think you have. Yeah. Um, You know, I – I love the Castillo brothers. Just love them, rave about them. And I think they're just, I wrote about how big of winners they are. But it, it'll be interesting to see just, you talked about the two games in one day at Pontiac. I, I'm not going to underestimate the five games in a row, five days in a row, uh, particularly if you're playing some quality competition earlier in that tournament field. That's hard to do, Mike, to put five quick turnaround games together uh, in any holiday tournament. So, it, you know, well, this is the only one you can do it, but five is, is, is a tough, tough road. Sorry, I just got distracted because the bracket I'm at says that the title game is the 30th and you'd written in your preview, the 30th, but I fixed it. Yeah. And now the bracket, I'm, it's supposed to be the 31st. They just messed it up. Are you sure? It's always New Year's Eve. Yeah. Oh, and here it is. So they have a different bracket online now. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 2 p.m. Or wait, I'm sorry. It's like five or six. Um, I'm confused. It's not starting on the 26th. Wait, what am I looking at now? I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, this is an old bracket. So they're doing it on the 30th? Yes. At six. Oh, that screws my, it screws up my whole schedule. I didn't realize they'd changed the last how many years it had been New Year's Eve. Well, calendar wise, it, I mean, it's the five days is hard to fit in a uh, week. Okay. But with 26th on a Monday. So it's the 30th at six. So I will not be there. Huh. All right. I just assumed I'd be covering the York championship game. So you got Rolling Meadows, Ignatius, or somebody, or are you taking the field? I wouldn't be foolish enough to pick any favorites at York. Um, it always seems to go bonkers. I guess Glenbard West stopped that recently, but see, that's kind of what I'm anticipating. I'm back to or, bonkers or or, or yeah. expecting. No, I, I'm going to go with what I expected out of Glenbard West last year. I kind of expect that in this tournament with Rolling Meadows. I Ooh. I would I would be disappointed if Rolling Meadows did not not that it's going to matter in the grand scheme of things for the most part, but if they didn't get out of here with five wins, but. It's, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be a – they're not going to cruise and roll like Glenbard West did. I'm not saying that. I think I don't think Glenbard West even had a game there last year. No, it was the title game was the biggest yawner in the history of title games. Too. Yeah. That yeah. was very so, bleak. I was pretty miffed about that, actually. Yeah. I wasn't close mm-hmm. for a second. Yeah. This was... is going to be good for them. This is going to be a great uh, – help them grow as a team. And if they get out of there with five wins, a lot of confidence – Heading into that showdown in early January where Joe will be spending his birthday rolling meadows and Joya West. Oh boy. I'm just, I'm really upset. I'm not going to see this title game. All right. (laughs) That's a real, that's a real letdown. Um, Next up, um, a a title game that I may go see. I'm, this is, I'm torn about this one. Proviso West holiday tournament. Um, It's not back to its old self. Uh, probably never will be, but it's got some big dogs. <laughs> We've got St. Rita, Whitney Young, and Kenwood all here. You know, three of the top five teams in the whole area. And then the problem is after that, it really drops. We do have some some good teams, um, 
Bogan's off to a nice start in the white. Uh, TF North and Clark are, are solid. Proviso East is ranked right now. Farragut and Fenwick are competitive. Um, there is also two Indiana teams. Yeah, I um, I, this tournament, I, I don't know. I'm not excited at all, even with three great teams. One, because <clears throat> two of them have already played each other. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. We'd be looking I, at semis of St. Rita and Young and ah, Proviso East, maybe against Kenwood. No one is beating the top three teams, unless it's one of the top three teams beating the other one. It's just, it's just, there's no way it happens. And a St. Rita Kenwood title game. Let's say St. Rita gets by young. A St. Rita Kenwood title game is for any other complaints you want to have about this tournament. Oh yeah. One of the best games of the year and would al- yes. almost make me consider driving up from Pontiac just Ooh. to see it. Mike leaves his domain. Yeah. Thinking I'd miss what the sec the night quarters. I just wish it was anywhere but proviso. <laughs> Sorry, I just do. Uh, they they set up a media table last year, so I'm I'm back. I'm I I actually I had to go up there and tell them how to do it, but they did it, and they the, told the, me the, that they were the, doing the, it again. So. I think the, the crowds have even gotten different. I, I don't know. That that that'll be pretty. That'll be full for that game. I think. What you think, St. Rita Kenwood? I would or young. It could be St. Rita or Young Kenwood. Full no, but there will be a good crowd. Yeah. Um. There's a real lack of promotion. There's no bracket online. I mean, if we didn't write a preview and if I didn't post the pairings, how would anybody know what was happening? That is true. <laughs> That's a good point. We do provide a good service. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Uh. You know, I, I. I think this goes without saying though that. You talked about Young needing to prove a little, maybe something, over the holidays. Uh, Rita's probably in the same, not probably, they are in the same boat. Uh, I mean, I know they got the win over Brother Rice, but they were supposed to beat Brother Rice, you know? Uh, I, they're two big matchups. They, in different ways, fell hard, you know, with the with the – turning over the ball and turning over the game to Juliet West in the opener. And then just the game was over before it started basically with Simeon. So this is, don't you think it's time to to really add a big win? Oh yeah. No doubt about it. Um, I do have a bit of a different taste in my mouth, I guess about St. Rita than everybody else. Uh, That third quarter where they literally made Juliet West look like a sophomore team. I know they blew it later, but they played so well. It's like I did see them be really dominant, um, and, and that has lingered. And you know, early in the season, to me, it's not so much. It's not. I just want to see what a team's ceiling is, and I saw it there. So I do have. To me, Saint Rita, I know it didn't count for a win, and who really cares that I was impressed for a quarter, <laughs> or whatever. But I do feel like they have done it, and I think they can do it again. Um, so I'm not too worried. I, I mean. Well, I, I mean, you are, we are just right before Christmas and you're talking about eight minutes of basketball. And maybe, I mean, I was there when they beat Brother Rice at Brother Rice. No, I know. know no, we, I, no I they, mean, they've, they've got it in them. I mean, there's no question. 
I mean, and they've beaten some really good teams in Washington. To me, they have a lot less to prove than like every other team we say has something to prove in this podcast. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the other thing is if they just lose one game, you're only, they're going three and one on the tournament no matter what. <laughs> I mean, that's just what's going to happen. They're either, and no, no matter what. I mean, if they lose a game, if they don't win it, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's not, I don't know, it, Joe. They might not show up for that third place game. I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> <laughs> So like I, literally I, not show up. <laughs> they I, might I, save that game. <laughs> I just um you know, you look at their tournament road down the down, you know, in March, well, February now. Uh but uh it you gotta notch some of these some of these now, I think, to kinda you know, if they if they lose to young, I'd be like, Okay, well, when's the next one? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 yes, and then be, and, and then I think they have a bunch of not like out of state games coming up where they're kind of going to be out of sight, out of mind. Uh, so, yeah, I just um, I, I I think they should beat Young, is what I'm saying. Yes, I mean they're they're favored for sure. Yeah, they should definitely beat Young. Losing to them would be an upset. Um, well, I, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't say it's definitely they. I mean, I, like, I would. Yeah, I think they they're they should beat Young. It's, I mean, Young's been there before. Do you know what I mean? They have, but this they do not have the firepower or, or the side. They they, I mean, St. Rita should be a favorite in that game. Right? No, they, they, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it but it is as Joe mentioned. It's really tough to see anybody getting in the way of any of these teams. Um, yeah, no. on the way to that, I, I guess Kenwood. It seems like this is they're a bigger favorite here than in I don't know most tournaments I guess right even more than Simeon. Kenwood? Yeah. Well, I mean they just barely beat Young in the opener. Yeah. Is Riddle back? No, not that I've seen. No, and I was yeah I thought he'd be back. I was told like two weeks the week before the season started. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, I have not seen that, uh, that he's back. And Melvin Bell was supposed to be back in January, so I, this might be the last, like, event without him. All right, let's move it along to um, the Big Dipper. Um, we've seen some improvement here over the last few years. I know Jameer Dismukes put a lot of effort into this before he left. Um, we've got Hillcrest, um, Rich Township, the hosts, and Hyde Park, our I guess the the top three, there's some solid teams with perspectives, leadership, Thornton, um, De La Salle, and Egg Science is off to a nice start. And then it, it falls off a little bit of a cliff there. Um, but we do have some competitive teams and the second round matchups overall are all right. Uh, Hillcrest, they're kind of like the new trier of this tournament. Very overachieved. They're the clear favorites. I would say yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I've seen Hillcrest a couple times. I really like them. You, you're looking at a a schedule that's been very competitive, and the only loss is to and they Don Houston and I talked about their their game with East St. Louis and how he, they had them and should have beat them and you know, but that's a team that's you know 68-63 down in St. Louis, and they, I, you know, how I was impressed, Mike, is when they came back and, and normal is depleted. You know, with with, with yeah. a player that was hurt, a player who was quit, a player, but just how Hillcrest looked coming off of a loss and a four, four, five hour drive from St. Louis the night before, 
and they just came out and looked great in the opening moments of that nor- first half of that normal game. So they, they've got a little, you know, Bryce Tillery is an underrated key cog for Hillcrest. Uh, he's better than he's ever been, and uh, he's been a four-year guy. You know, he doesn't get as much pub or hype as a lot of other guards. But, yeah, Hillcrest is the team to beat. Keep an eye on De La Salle. Uh, I think De La Salle is going to progressively get better. They've got some youth mixed in with some seniors. And, you know, I think Gary DeCesar has got a team that I don't think they're going to you – know, I think they're going to get to the semis here. Uh, but yeah, that's one team, I, you know, they'd match up in the semis with Hillcrest. Uh, yeah. De La Salle can kind of muck it up a little bit and, and make things difficult. That's, that'll be a fun second-round game. De La Salle against the hosts, Rich, most likely. I know nothing about Bishop Noel, except I think they have Jaden Rainier. Um, We're looking at a semis here of, if kind of things hold, pers- likely perspectives leadership against Hyde Park and that Rich De La Salle winner against Hillcrest. So that's you know pretty solid for a tournament that had kind of been on the outs for a while. It should bring some nice crowds out um, w- with the local teams. I guess I have a, my question here is, about this tournament and I've been wondering as I'm doing the rankings are we underestimating Hyde Park they haven't lost anybody in the state um now it's not a loaded schedule they've beaten Lincoln Park and North Lawndale and HF and Lynn Bloom and their biggest wins probably Romeoville but I was there they smashed them yes and this is to me a real shame they were supposed to play Mount Carmel at the Sayonara tonight we're recording this on Friday and to me that would have been like a real catapult into a showdown against Hillcrest if they'd have won that game, you know, and I think it would really help the dipper too. If Hyde Park had beaten Mount Carmel, you know, in the Sayonara thing, and then was headed in to face Hillcrest. I think they would have really added to the hype of this South suburban people love to watch their, you know, teams against city teams. And I think that would have been a lot of fun either way. Hyde Park's unbeaten in the state and it, it could be a fun uh, title game matchup with Hillcrest. Yeah. Drew Oliver's done a great job right out of the gate and the simple Mike, they do their job take care of business, get a shot at Hillcrest. That's your measuring stick. You know, we'll be talking about that, you know, how they fared in that matchup. So, and that's a well set up tournament too. It's the South suburban people want to see their team against their local teams, but then they want that city test. You know, it used to be Morgan park, you know, with Adam Miller and blah, blah. So that, that's a great, great thing that the dipper has done. That's going to be a, I think it's going to be an exciting week down there. I think they'll get some really nice crowds. Um, All right. We'll zip gonna, around a yeah. few of uh, the other ones around the state. You know, I'm um, interested in the State Farm Holiday Classic, to be honest with you. That one because, is in Bloomington Normal, everybody. Yeah. Springfield uh, Sacred Heart Griffin. Number one yeah. defending champs, unbeaten. So they uh it could be them against Brother Rice if the seeds hold, which would be a fun one. Uh Romeoville is also there locally. Wheaton Warrenville South, they do not mess with them. They, they can be there as well. That mm. SHG, uh, Wheaton Warrenville South, they might not know what hit them. <laughs> That's my final. That could be a, yep. a, an interesting one for sure. We've got um, Pekin, uh, Mount Carmel, the defending champs, I believe, right? I was there a little bit. Might check out. They've got a, maybe they're, they're playing Bradley Bourbonnet. I think in the second round, I might bounce around to that one. Um, Centralia, we've got Marist and Evanston. Well, it, but it. you go back real quick, Mike. The, yeah. the, the two Catholic League teams, Brother Rice with a shot at Sacred Heart Griffin, and then at Pekin, if Mount Carmel can get there, would have a big-time matchup in the championship against a Moline team that has, I don't think they've oh, lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, Moline, they, yeah. You know, so that's a great championship. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, Pe- boy, Mount Carmel played really well at Pekin last year, too. Um, 
remember DeAndre Craig was scoring like 30 a game or something ridiculous. Yep. Um, other local ones, we got we, uh, Elgin is back. Not a lot to discuss there yet, but it's good to see them back. <laughs> and uh, we'll hope that continues to improve. Um, good. That's a very good hype, Mike. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm glad Elgin it's it's back. it's back, but not much there. All right, next. Yeah, not not much there. Uh, Wheeling, we've got uh, some some competitive teams. There's no big dogs really, other than Glenbrook North. Um, but uh, Notre Dame is there. Fremd Niles North is off to a nice start. Nequa Valley Prosser's off to a really nice start in the city. And uh, St. Vider's already taking some scalps. Um, they're they're a dangerous team uh, for sure. And uh, I mean, I mean, Glen, wanna... well, Glenbrook North is are they still undefeated? Yeah, yeah, they are. And they should come in January unbeaten. Oh, Joe's just. I'll take like the field. It. No, I'm just kidding. I probably won't take the field, but yeah, um, I probably probably jinxed them. But anyway, and uh, hey, we got Manly too. They're undefeated, and uh, we had a question about them. Where are they? At? They're at DeKalb. Um, also, tournament over at Maine East with some interesting teams like Westinghouse and Niles West. Did and you say, uh, did you say my Hinsdale Central? Oh no, I didn't. Um, Hinsdale Central, which is oh, we should say they've uh, moved all the everything back at starting on the 26th. Um, it was supposed to start on the 23rd, but that's not happening. Um, I don't know what he went. Oswego East, Oswego Marion. East, yeah, Stevenson, uh, DePaul's belly banged up still without their top two players. So Likely title game if things hold yeah. of Oswego East marrying Catholic, although Hinsdale Central uh, to me. And, and keep an eye on Rockford Auburn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, but Hinsdale Center, we haven't talked about much, but that team is really on the cusp of the rankings. Um, they're right there. Look out. They did pick up a loss last week. That kind of lost to Bartlett. Yeah. Yeah. To, but Bartlett's been playing well, huh? The, ten, Mc, 10 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. McEwen kid has been uh, putting up some numbers. Um, Effingham. Excited about Effingham, Joe? Flaming Hearts. Effingham to Topolis. We've got a. Uh, Two local, well, with several local teams actually, but we could have a. It's not out of the question. There could be an Oak Lawn Lincoln Way East matchup down in Effingham for the title, which is kind of a cool game. Boy, we got a ton of title games on the thirtieth, don't we? I am. Yeah. I'm a little. It's, only, it's, it's the only downside of the holiday tournaments. There's so many tournaments. I'd love to make another appearance at that I've gone to in the past. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'd love to. I'd love to see Mount Carmel Moline at Pekin. Yeah, I thought I was going to get to see at least. York and the provide and Pontiac title games, and then maybe go to Proviso. I was going to maybe see three. I'm down to like one. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, well, it'll be, it'll be a fun week. But yeah, well, everybody uh, enjoy it. Don't tweet any consolation scores at me. I don't want them. And uh, <laughs> have a great holiday. Have a great Christmas and enjoy all the holiday tournament action. We'll be back after that.